what follows is a word-for-word reading of the front page of The Observer on Sunday the 11th of June 2007, two days after the general election. 2007? 2017. 2007. 2017. In The Observer? In The Observer. Yeah. Word-for-word. Discredited, (laughs) humiliated, diminished... Theresa May has lost credibility and leverage in her party, her country, and across Europe. Where there was respect, there is ridicule. Where there was strength, there is weakness. Where there was self-assurance, there is doubt. Rivals and opponents no longer fear her. Too weak to deliver her manifesto, too vulnerable to tackle dissent, too enfeebled to deliver for Britain. This Prime Minister can no longer serve her country. James, it's really weird. There, you sounded you sound very lot a lot like the the voiceover who does the um, who does the adverts in the um, the, the, the the student uh, student TV things about about <laughs> the that, about the drink deals. Oh, you mean the ones at Bridge Street? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. sound you, you sound you sound like guy. It's, it's funny you should say that. Yeah, because that's also me. <laughs> <laughs> what? What crazy conspiracy theory? James Bosson voiced the sixty-seven Bridge Street adverts. I wanna I wanna get those adverts and then just remove the audio and then just replace it with. With that tirade, do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I think. What, what do you think of that? Is that sensationalist? Is that? Um, there's an element of sensationalism there, beginning to creep in, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just the rhetoric. I think mm. it's the way it's written. I, th- I don't disagree with it. Hey, it's a paper somehow. I think it's quite true. It's 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 always quite strange and jarring seeing genuinely angry headlines in yeah. newspapers. Mm. Like, was it the son of a Daily Mail? Was like enemies of the people. Yeah. Like, what, 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 what ones? Ones that are like, yeah, like yeah. ones that are like less uh, asking a question or or like trying to push buttons, but like genuinely, just genuinely seeming angry. Mm. Did you see the um, the front page of the Sun the day after the general election? What was it like? We're fucked. No, it was um, <laughs> a threat to your national security. Throw him in the core bin. bin. <laughs> And yeah. there's a picture they photoshopped of you Jeremy know, Corbyn in a bin. The thing I is, like his expression. They've been waiting years to use that, haven't they? Yeah. When he, the moment he started running for the Labour leadership, they thought, we can do Corbyn. Like, we can do Corbyn. Yeah. And I think they've just been sitting on it like, what if they, actually, it's a crap joke. What if they, they only I, I just thought only, of I it? I can only assume that they were so certain it was going to end in a Tory landslide when it started. They were mm. like, no, save it. Yeah. Save it. Because then we can say, he's in the Jeremy Corbyn, but then he did really well. Mm. And, and that presumably threw them, and I imagine they had a last-minute panic meeting in the editorial room. What? Apparently, um, Rupert Murdoch stormed out of his party. When yeah! He yeah, I saw this. <laughs> I just have anything that makes that man slide Slightly upset makes me happy. Mm. Shame it didn't make him have a heart attack and die. <laughs> <laughs> he's, but, he's got that sort of George Osborne-ish thing of just like, because clearly everything in his life has gone his way, yeah. I kind of like seeing him suffer. Yeah. Because the rest of us had to do it for like the first, our entire lives. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I remember there was um, a big thing, um, because he started as a news empire in... Yeah. Uh, Australia, mm. and there was a point where I think the government had to step in and say you can't have this much control over it because it was found that he owned seventy yeah. percent of all news sources in the country, mm. and they were all pushing his agenda. And he, he's just continued it into a global empire. So just the thought that he can have a really miserable time at just seeing a poll mm. does fill me with glee. A, a bit like soon, surely. a bit yeah. like all of UKIP have a miserable time whenever they see a poll. 
<laughs> Maybe because we just lost all the seats. Except, <laughs> except for the polls they saw at the strip club, Paul not all had to go to. Imagine Nigel Farage is like, now Paul, I'm going to give you control of the party. Everything's safe in your hands. Like, don't worry, Nigel, I've, I've got it, don't worry. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the fucking Get Me Henymore sketch from Michelin Webb. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes back and like, all the seats are gone. <laughs> not, not all! <laughs> and he's like, oh... <laughs> Shall we introduce ourselves? Yeah. yeah. Go on, go on, go on. Uh, hello, my name's Robbie. Uh, I don't know if any of you thought I was cool before, right? Um, probably not. But I had a birthday this week, right? And oh. my mum oh, yeah. bought me a Minions cake. Oh, really? Yeah. What, j- cool. Did she do it to genuinely Gonna... make you angry, or did she, no, she, did she, she know? she bought me a Minions cake. Like, like in true genuineness. Yeah. She, did oh. she write Hitler quotes? <laughs> <laughs> Did, did, did it ha- was it like yeah the- that doesn't relate she just does that every day <laughs> <laughs> was, was it like the minion stuff I see on Facebook like it's just the minion cake on a side of- she's written in icing oh I'm not happy till I get my wine <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, was, it, was it a nice cake at least yeah I mean I haven't finished eating it yet it's, oh. yeah, it's, it's still got a bit yeah. in the fridge lots of marzipan oh, not so- in the fridge you know who keeps cake in fridges James you do once you've cut it no you don't yeah you do you keep it in a cold dry place like you said on the box you put it in a tub put it, I put it in the fridge yeah. What, really? where, 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 it, yeah. It's just keeping a cold, dry place, not the fridge. But why, why don't you wrap it up in some kitchen roll? Cold cake's maybe? nice, though. It, I don't want fridge. Don't, I want want room, cold don't want room temperature cake. But, but when you get yeah, cake I do. In, in I want room bag, temperature cake. And, you, and you're taking it home. Look, it's my birthday, and I'll cry and keep a minion <laughs> Robbie, cake outside the fridge Robbie, if I want to. What part of the minion did we eat first? The feet. The feet. The feet. So he has to fucking suffer. <laughs> yeah. now, now, now we're screaming in gibberish and saying, oh, banana. <laughs> uh, and he doesn't have any feet and, and he can't get away. So you just have to cope with that, that for the rest of your life. Do you, do you remember that one advert about road safety and look, um, <laughs> with, 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 with the little, um, when the, the man keeps seeing a little dead ginger boy everywhere he goes. Oh, yeah. It's like that, but... You, but but sad it's like look out where you're going because you might kill children <laughs> th- but like you don't see anything happen but you, you just see like a man looking around nervously and in the corner of his eye you just keep seeing like the corpse of a little boy he killed oh, fuck. yeah <laughs> and eventually <laughs> Robin's like that but you just keep seeing like a, a minion with that feet <laughs> screaming <laughs> you recount that was very emotionally jarring for me because when you said you remember those road traffic adverts I remembered I was I thought oh we'll be on about the hedgehogs yeah. you know the road well <laughs> don't kill a little ginger boy <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you followed it up with like oh yeah a man haunted by the memories of his past like fucking solid snake I'm, I'm glad to hear that was that was an advert because I was worried that was just my 2015 I was just sort of had a flashback <laughs> you just hallucinated the I whole advert I thought that was me I thought I kept seeing this ginger boy hi I'm, I'm Jordan and over the election period on social media I was called a faggot hey. the grand total of 21 times really <laughs> Jordan what were you doing 14 of those were in the um, comments section for the Sun's Facebook page and only 5 of them were me <laughs> <laughs> and, and the rest were your mum hey we're all sinners enough of this enough of this PC crap Jordan <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben, uh, and uh, one of my eyes keeps consistently not working because I'm dying of hay fever. One of your eyes? My my right eye keeps like half closing. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, when I was when I was a much smaller lad, uh, and 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 couldn't cope uh, with the with the stresses of of pollen, like my eyes would literally sometimes close shut. 
Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that's, that's funny, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, comedy. I, find, uh, I think it's funny. And what's that taught you about the life of Ray Charles? It's, not, it's generally a blind jazz, not funny. <laughs> <laughs> have, have, you not seen the, have you not seen the film Ray? He suffered. His little brother drowned in a bucket. But then he has a really nice time for the rest of the film, except yeah. he starts doing heroin, because every hero has a downfall. And then he keeps seeing the corner of his eyes, brother drowned in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only part I remember of that film. I, just, I remember those bits where, like, like it's just like his brother drowns, so he's really sad, but now he's really good at piano, and he uses his blind piano skills to just have sex with everyone. Have Have you seen the film Walk the Line? I have. Yeah. Where, when his his brother Johnny Cash's brother gets pulled into a soul blade machine, <laughs> which I think he was. Yeah, but like then, oh, what was it? The um, John for John C. Riley film that parodied it. You're thinking of Jimmy Cox. Jimmy Jimmy Cox did the whole thing. It was like. Hard. Yeah, his, his his brother like dies in some horrible accident. No, he accidentally cuts his brother in half with a machete. <laughs> and there's it. the bit at the end where he goes back and he confronts his dad, and he's like, "You cut your brother in half with a machete." Um, so anyway, um, hi, my name is James Bosson, um, and this week I was very very pleasantly surprised to learn that um, certain things I'd assumed to be cliched stereotypes are actually true. Yeah. Um, specifically, now you've no doubt seen in films. Um, there's often bar scenes where there'll be a drunken man sort of leaning on the bar and like pouring his heart out to the person behind the bar who's yeah. offering some heartfelt support. Is he also polishing his glass? Um, I wasn't, no. Because <laughs> um, it happened to me. Oh. I'd, and I'd always assumed that's something that only happens in films. But yeah. then a few days ago, I was closing down the bar I work at um, and I was just trying to get everything done because it had been a really long day and we had a lot of shit to sort out. Mm. Um, and the entire time while I was doing the close, there was a drunk middle-aged man leaning on the bar telling me about how his wife hates him and he regrets having kids. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't he look really annoyed that you weren't polishing his glass? <laughs> what'll, it, what'll it be, Mac? <laughs> this, is, what he's annoyed about. this is a crucial, yeah. crucial thing for me. I can't bring this story into focus until you tell me exactly what kind of glass you were or were not polishing. Did you slide it across the bar? I was polishing a um, low-sided Chimay glass. Um, that does it for me. James, <laughs> when, when, you, when you said you found out some stereotypes are true, I thought you were going to admit you finally... Well, we finally admit that you nursed a cash roll back to health. <laughs> yeah, I did when I, when I starred in that film. And, uh, <laughs> you'll never guess what happened at the end. <laughs> Your brother killed it. My brother did. My brother <laughs> killed my cash chips. Oh. It's the, the tragedy of buying fish and chips every time. I want to hear more about this tragedy of this middle. Yeah, I want to know what <laughs> yeah. happened to this oh, guy. Oh, the man. Oh, so basically, his brother killed just, his kestrel. He, he can change a, names to prevent to protect the. I, I, I can't remember his name, but okay. he was just. He, he sort of came in and he seemed a little bit down. Like, and he, he was in for about two hours prior to this, mm. and he'd worked his way steadily through. He was seemed a little bit drunk when yeah. he came in, but then he'd had about five pints since being there, and it right. seemed to tip him over oh, the edge, boy. almost to the point where I wouldn't serve him. That's okay. for it. Um, there's there, there, there's a point where like the bar I work at, we like it's completely up to our discretion if mm. someone is too drunk to be served, and quite often I've told like really pissed people, no, I'm not serving you. He was yeah. almost there, but not quite there, mm. so I was happy to humour him. And as he came up to buy his last pint, um, instead of taking it back to his table, he just sort of leant on the bar, and he he just <laughs> he, he sort of stood there for a minute. And I was speaking to another one of my colleagues, and they went off to do something, and I went to finish cleaning the glasses, and then he looked up at me. And his opening line was, you know, my wife can't stand me. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> and I was just like, oh, the, oh I was, no. I was in sort of a stunned silence. <laughs> you your heart just sinking. I, was, like, I didn't know what oh, to God. fucking say. I was just like, oh, 
sorry to hear that, mate. And then he was. Just, I fucking can't either, mate. Get then, out. He just he, he kept telling me and spun me this yarn about how they they they'd, they'd been together for I think um, about twenty two years or something, mm. um, and they'd just reached a point in the marriage where everything had gotten really stale, and all they ever did was argue. And like it was, it was a very heartfelt story to hear from a drunken middle-aged man. Mm. But as I'd had a really long day at work and was just trying to get everything finished and go home, it wasn't necessarily what I needed to hear. Not to diminish his struggles, um, but no, and then yeah. he, um, he he just told me about the kids he has, and now um, they don't treat him with any respect. The they only... go off and do creative writing degrees, <laughs> and I was just, just like, wanted him to be a plumber. I was like, honestly, Dad, you don't have to come to where I work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he was telling me um, about how the only time his kids ever ring him is for money and then they hang up as soon as he agrees to. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, and it was just, uh, it was a it was a real, real sort of the heartstring puller. It was, uh, it was, it was quite an experience. Did you do that thing where you go and ring your dad afterwards? That's for money. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> Dad, are you going to put into pubs at the end of the night and drinking five pints and complaining? You fucking best not be. <laughs> I was like, this dickhead coming here. Is that what all dads well, do? If he's not, then he's letting down another stereotype of yeah. the northern man, the working class dad. He was a very, very curious gentleman, and after he'd poured his heart out to me, he, he, he did shuffle off and mm. went, went, went elsewhere. His mortal coil. He died on the spot. <laughs> he left all the inheritance to me. He's still there to this day. And as his body turned to stone, <laughs> a final single tear yeah. rolled down his marbleized cheek. Is that the, the end of Pokemon the first movie? <laughs> <laughs> No, because in that film, Pikachu's team oh. turned Ash back into flesh. Get it right, Ben! <laughs> oh, <laughs> brother, my brother! No one left to cry for this poor soul. Yeah. He left the entire, entire inheritance to you just in the hope that his kids would run something someone else and someone would finally understand him. <laughs> if your phone rings during this recording, we know <laughs> it's that guy's kids. It's pretty tough. tough. Like, what advice are you supposed to give him, like? What advice I, would you give him? Run away. I didn't know. I didn't know. I just, I just sort of had to say, like, well, <laughs> things don't always work out, do they? Just like, oh, that's life for you. Yeah. Oh, this crazy old ride. <laughs> <laughs> that's what all the people say. <laughs> Riding high in April, shut down in May. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was an experience. It was a. Uh, it, it was very interesting. Um, it, it, it's taught me a lot of curious things that I'd, that I'd assumed to not be true. Mm. Um, yeah. The other thing, I don't know if I've spoken about this on the podcast before, um, but I used to see a lot of things and um, sort of lists around, like, like the whole sort of 10 things you'll only know if you're a bartender, yeah. or like, oh, you'll know these if you've ever worked at a bar. And they were always almost inevitably just complaining about the customers. And I yeah. always used to think, well, any profession, any job you work at, you've got to deal with shitty customers or clients. So it's, it's, it's very... Um, I think snobbish and snootish of bartenders to assume that they exclusively have to deal with tough customers. Yeah. And now I've worked at a bar for <laughs> yeah. almost two months, and oh my god, is it a hundred percent worse than anything else? <laughs> Drunk people are fucking nightmares. See, I've been working in bars since like the age of eighteen, and I pretty much just accepted that in general yeah, yeah, that yeah. people are fucking nightmares. It has been an eye opener for me. I will take your drunk people and raise you year eight classes. Year eight classes? That's practically yeah. drunk people. What is about it? drunk year yeah, eight classes? Yeah, but they're really classes. small. Oh. You can't hit them. 
I can't. I don't. What, what kind of bar do you think I work at? I'm not in some like rough and ready biker bar. I want to work in a bar, but I also want to hit kids. And every now and again, a, a fight kicks up, so I leap over the bar and I'm just like, "Break it up, Joe!" When <laughs> <laughs> you know this once more, you're out of here. <laughs> With your like in, insurmountable knowledge of which glasses in the bar will do the most damage. Yeah. <laughs> to pick the right one to stab him in the throat with. <laughs> um, now, the, the other thing I had as well, um, a few weeks ago, um, I had a gentleman who was definitely, definitely too drunk to be served. Yeah. Um, to the point where he couldn't, as he was came up to the bar and placed his order, he couldn't stand up straight. He kept falling over whilst trying to stand still. And that's a sure sign of, I can't yeah. give this man more alcohol. <laughs> At a certain point, it becomes like a duty of K. Just like, I can't in good conscience get this man more pissed. He's clearly not well. Yeah. So I refused him service. I was like, I'm really, really sorry. But unfortunately, I've deemed you to be too intoxicated for Unworthy. more alcohol. Mm. I'm afraid that there's nothing. I can serve you soft drinks, but I can't give you any more booze. And then he stood there for 15 minutes and tried to convince me he was sober and he hadn't drank anything. They need, they, you need something at the bar, like um, at, at the gates of ye olde Egyptian heaven, or whatever <laughs> it was called, where they had like the scales of justice. You, you weigh, you weigh, you weigh the man against his kind of. You have to put his heart in it though. Get him to perform a heart transplant. Yeah. And if he can, he's sober. Mashes, drown a witch to see if he'll float. Mashes brain up with a bit of wire, so it leaks out of his nose. Um, no, it was it was very very interesting. I remember because he, he just at first he was quite accepting of it, and he was just like, "All right, mate, well, that's your decision to make." And he offered a handout to sort of shake my hand, and yeah. I was just like, "All right, there we go." So mm-hmm. I shook his hand. And then he spoke for another 20 seconds and did it again. Mm. And yeah. in the space of about two minutes, offered me his hand about eight times. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it, was, it was a sure enough sign that he was definitely intoxicated, irregardless of his consistent pleas and assurances <laughs> that he wasn't. Observation. Drunk strangers love shaking hands. Yeah, no, it's They're true. Like businessmen. Like, it's all they do. They, all they do is just shake hands with you. Constantly. I'm just always really sweaty as well. Yeah. I just, I just like, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to touch you, peasant. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, that's the reason I like being behind the bar and, be, and behind like a, a metre and a half of like wood and metal. I, not, I, don't, I don't want to be anywhere near you. You've not seen this bar. These yeah. are the pearly fucking gates, son, and I'm St. Peter. <laughs> 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 Just the most abstract thing I've said all week. <laughs> please please week, make sure you say that in your job. Greet all of your customers with that line. <laughs> uh, this, these are the pearly fucking gates, son, and I'm St. Peter. What can I get you? <laughs> well, I, I remember just honestly getting to the point to shoot drunk people off before and literally just telling them to fuck off. Yeah. Uh, you, you, get, you get used to it after a little bit. Yeah. Uh, drunk people are genuinely the worst, though. Yeah. You know, it's such a relief to spend 20 minutes talking about something other than the election or Brexit. Yeah. Oh, but it's been really nice. Yeah. I must yeah. It's been, I mean, amazing. Like, I haven't done this in so long. I haven't talked about something other than the yeah. election for I've so long. kind of stepped away for it for a, for a couple of days mm. from my never-ending crusade on social media. You <laughs> were very, very active in the days leading up to the yeah. election, Jordan. I, I will be again, but I'm just taking a little break from it. <laughs> for your own it's, 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 it's because you're always uh, following... Um, Simon Thaywood's uh, yeah, yeah, comments, comments into battle. His, his fo- following in that man's footsteps. You say I was active. Following so. Simon Thaywood. Simon Thaywood. Yeah. See, see, I'm, I'm making, I'm making a call back to the last episode. Yeah. I haven't heard the whole of. When, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, 
well, we've already said this, he just... He's spectacularly active. I don't know how he has time for anything else, because he always seems to be on Facebook. Admittedly, on every single post the Conservatives have put up on Facebook, he's just put... <laughs> They're taking my house. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of taking houses, so something happened yesterday. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, yesterday. Jesus, Robbie. Wow. <laughs> the house was taken from a Mr. Timothy Farron. Oh. That's not where I thought you were going. Oh, no. I thought you were going to talk about the fucking London fire. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It didn't occur to me. Oh, yeah. I was like... He was homeless. Oh, I, I I thought it was like some sort of about Robbie intruding on someone's house or something and say this is mine oh, now. Paddy raid. <laughs> <laughs> Owen House. So Tim Farron, who is a man, um, arguable every definition of the word, and he's now out of the job. Yeah. Well, he's not. He's still an MP, isn't he? He's still an MP. Yeah. Um, did anyone see his speech yesterday? He gave. I didn't know. No. I can I can surmise it pretty simply. Go on. I can't tolerate your intolerant views of my intolerance. <laughs> Basically, he That's went look. I don't have that I've I'd never do it, but I don't have that big a problem with someone else doing a gay sex. <laughs> Everyone says I do, so bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically it. Um, I I didn't watch the speech, but I read the BBC news summary. Didn't he say something to the effect of like he was greatly at odds with being a parliamentarian mm. and a Christian at the same time. He said that because I'm a liberal, um, I believe everyone should have their own viewpoint and be told whatever they want to do, essentially. Um, and as a Christian, it would be wrong of me to let that, to let my Christianity get in the way of my liberal beliefs. And I don't believe... Yeah. Basically said, look, look, the Bible is massively homophobic. I'm not, guys. Back off. It, it, was, it was a weird kind of thing to say, though, because he, he's saying as a, you know avid follower of the bible mm. yet also he's incredibly liberal yeah and and at some sort of level but they he ended the thing by saying he sort of did this whole thing about thank you to the party blah 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 and then ended by saying i love this party more than life itself i love this party more than my kids i love this party more than everything and then said just imagine wh- how bad things would need to be for something to make me want to turn my back on being the leader of this party the real reason and it ended there Wow. Yeah. The real reason is just because he wants to quit politics so he can explore his feelings. <laughs> He's got emotions bubbling up inside him. Yeah. Um, the Old Testament has always told him no. <laughs> yeah. Now his body's telling him yes. What, just, he, just to have emotions. He wants to spend the night, Saturday night in Curzons. <laughs> I don't even know if Curzons are still open. Do you know what the really getting thing about that whole We're All Sinners story was? What? Um that it meant that the Nick Clegg, Tim Farron fanfic I read wasn't true. <laughs> oh, oh was no. Fanfic? I mean, I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, he was... Actually, my favourite bit of the, his resignation speech was someone stood behind him, his phone rang midway through, because that's how little Tim Farron means to the world. I'm going to just take that. Sorry, Tim, I have to, Tim, I have to take this. And he's like, just speaking right there. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, mate, oh, I'm, I'm not up to anything, mate. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> and then a man comes up in a high base like, can you finish this one off, Tim? We've got a children's birthday party in town. <laughs> <laughs> um, so speaking of children's birthday parties, I've got some ideas as to what Nick Clegg, not Nick Clegg, what Tim Farron could go on and do next now he's oh, resigned okay, okay. from being the leader of the Lib Dems. Uh, I've already suggested one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's gonna, I've got some other ideas. So one of them is start a restaurant. Yeah. Something like Timmy's or something. Timmy's. Farron's Eatery. Farron's Eatery, yeah. yeah. Farron's Bistro. Um, so, <laughs> only the most liberal meats. <laughs> Farron's Bistro Bar and Grill. 
<laughs> nice. Exclusively meats, no fruits. <laughs> that kind of goes against what I've got written here. Um, <laughs> I get it. So I get it. Dishes out oh, there. Yeah. Dishes include Clegg on toast. Uh, with <laughs> uh, real bits of Nick Clegg in it because he's not going to be doing. Um, <laughs> they keep Nick Clegg in the back room and then milk him. Yeah, <laughs> just in like a fridge and they just sort of chop him off. Yeah, just like fingers. cutting like small slices off him. Like, like a really donut machine. He's yeah. like, <laughs> just got like a little razor and they shave bits of Clegg off. I, me- I remember seeing... Like, let me down and Tim's like, ah, I'm yeah? sorry, Nick. Yeah. Hey. I remember... Like, yeah, you let the country down, mate. I remember, <laughs> I remember seeing uh, uh, Nick Clegg rotate in the back of Saris. <laughs> um, Clegg yeah. box! <laughs> Clegg on chips! <laughs> and then after you've chosen your, your Clegg on toast, you get a second referendum on what sort of bread you want. Uh, yeah. uh, the tagline is, we are all dinners. Okay, next thing Nick Clegg could do is try to clean up the environment. So you could like make a bit like the Green Party, so solidarity, like a left-wing coalition, mm. um, clean up the environment, have a big like anti-littering campaign. Uh, he could look to clean up parks of all waste, apart from weeds, which he'd legalise. Um, <laughs> the tagline, we're all binners. All these going to be basic extensions of this joke? It fucking is, isn't it? It's, 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 it's all of them. <laughs> How many ropes have you got for Um... He could go and work for top source and bean brand HP, where he could beca- continue to be uh, unappetising yet undeniably full of beans, like he was during the election. Tagline: We are all tinners. Uh, <laughs> no. He could, he could start hairdressers. Oh one my man god! One man once went to the hairdressers asking to be shaved, and he came out looking like his hair belonged to Joni Mitchell in 1968. Um, he's just like a tuition fees gag. Like he went oh. in asking for no hair, came out with lots of hair. Went in asking for no debt, come out looking for lots of. Tagline: We're all trimmers. Uh, Um, These are getting more and more tenuous. He could coach a Premier League team, and a bit like his leadership in the Lib Dems, he could treat as though they were were a kids' team and taking part is all that matters. Tagline: (laughs) We're all winners. Um, He could defect to Labour, wherein he should uh, form a sect dedicated exclusively to the party leader from between 1983 and 1992. (laughs) Tagline: We're all Neil Kinners. Um, (laughs) He could join this podcast where he. Develops a healthy reputation for great one-liners. Tagline: We're all zingers. No! <laughs> <laughs> he could he could run for parliament in another country. So perhaps someone in Scandinavia's got really great taste in deadpan comedy and being cold. So we're all Finnish. Um, <laughs> that doesn't even, even work. That wasn't even a half rhyme. That wasn't even a half rhyme. <laughs> he could he could run Graham Linhan's Twitter account. We're all glinners. Um, which is at glinner um, is Graham Linhan's Twitter handle. Um, he could become a porn star. All together now, we're all rimmers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm just going um, He could become a CBC alien and take over the world. Tagline, we're all invaders zimmers. Um, That's could... fucking tenuous. <laughs> I can't wait for the Oh, this gets, worse. this gets worse. Um, he could start a facility dedicated to cloning Oscar-nominated actress Felicity Jones. We're all gin ursos. Uh, he could buy a budget set and go nuts. We're all pinners. I, I, I could tell like how Rob is like putting uh, like less and less effort into each one, because like, you can really tell how like with each one he loses a little more faith in himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, he could join a door to a door frame. We are all hinges. That's even work. It's different words. Robbie. Um, he could begin supporting a London-based rugby club that wear a four-color patchwork jersey. We are all quinners. Um, he could start a, quite Harlequins being there. 
Um, he <laughs> could start a brewery where they only make one drink. We're all ginners. Um, or, alternatively, he could go to hell and sit about watching some nice gay sex. Because <laughs> we are all sinners. That's what I think Tim Farron should do. All 18 of those things. Yeah. At once. At once. In hell, start a restaurant whilst rimming someone. Yeah. And yeah. Joy, defecting to the Labour Party. That yeah. really get in the way. Whilst rimming Neil Hammett. Yeah, that, that would really get in the way, though, of kind of administrative duties when you're always tongue deep in someone's arsehole. I don't yeah. know. Maybe if you have, like, some sort of harness, like, ab- like above there, like, go with me here. Right. <laughs> like, it, 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 it sort of hangs at eye level, but, like, Enough that so you can still see the screen and reach the keyboard, and the other person sort of hangs there. Oh, in front, in um, front of he could take a Beyblading because we are all spinners. Oh, yeah, he could have been more topical and said fidget spinners. I was gonna say, I thought about that. Like, I, don't, you know, I don't know what a fidget spinner is, me neither. I feel like I should learn what one is before it's irrelevant, it, it, but it's. It's a piece of plastic and it spins, <laughs> it doesn't do much else. But um, like, you can do tricks which involve spinning it left. And spinning it right. There a bit a, like an election last week. I was going to say something like that, but I I, I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I have no shame, as you just heard. Um, so speaking of the election... Yeah. Oh, um, no. There, there's, there, there's been a result. What? Not quite. What did... Oh, if only someone stayed up for ten hours and broadcast all of that result live. What sort of crazy folk would do that sort of thing? Jordan and Ben would do that would have been yeah yeah hey, i was shitting <laughs> i was shitting myself as well because you know, i thought theresa may might get a landslide do you know how how kind of strange it is because i felt like i was having, still had a little bit of a dialogue because i yeah. was commenting quite frequently to have like a dialogue going with your friends that do a podcast that you do a podcast with us in the studio whilst you're on the toilet like <laughs> shitting quite quite copious amounts of just water um, oh and just sitting there watching your friends talk. <laughs> it's a strange experience. It's not something I've done before. Imagine. But I'd quite like to arrange that, though, if I were up for it any time. <laughs> and if you could live stream on the toilet as well, I feel that would help bring us together. Yeah, we could have to you. We go now to our <laughs> correspondent, <laughs> John Reynolds. See, my experience of that stream was uh, tuning in when the, the camera was just up Robbie's nose, then yeah. I just spammed the heart react for a bit, and then I fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Wait, you can press it more that was my experience. Yeah, you can just keep pressing it, then it just keeps going up. I didn't know that. I you, th- you, th- you think you're just limited to one? And it's like, that's it. That's your lot. You can't do it anymore. Well, I normally see those. I just drop a like in the ocean, and that's that. <laughs> what do you see more? Does that rush past when it's like a big stream? Um, yeah, but no. Speaking of which, uh, speaking of big streams, um, <laughs> thank you everyone way. who tuned into the big stream. Uh, we had almost two thousand views, which is uh, fucking spectacular. I'm yeah. amazed that many people watched. Mm. Um, yeah, thank you very much, everyone. Thank, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was a fantastic sort of. Uh, I was going to say turnout, whatever the word is. Equivalent. Uh, statistics, viewers, yeah. rates. Um, it was an interesting um, and a fantastic turnout as well for the youth vote. Um, yeah. Segwaying into the general election, highest 72%. ever youth vote turnout at a general election. Most of them voting overwhelmingly for Jeremy Corbyn. And even though it's not strictly a Labour win, it's not a Labour win. Mm. But um, I think. The kind of the, the positivity, the energy, the kind, the fact that we're moving in the right, in the right direction. Yeah. I would even hazard a guess as to maybe next time we'd have a higher turnout, even if it's only seventy-three. I believe we would. I, I, I hope we would. <laughs> I hope we increase by one percent each time. Well, eventually. Twenty-seven elections yeah, I was time. Say, <laughs> when gonna... we get to one hundred percent, does that then? We're basically mean Australia. That... <coughs> 
we, we, we're committing fraud, basically, because we're voting than there are more young people. Yeah. Um, it's, Robbie made a very interesting point repeatedly over the course of the night, which is that even if this isn't the thing that gets Labour and Jeremy Corbyn into power and starts this sort of newfangled sort of political yeah. revolution that everyone seems to be excited for, um, it's definitely the beginning of something. Yeah. The, Gu- the Guardian's already running depressing, uh, depressing articles on that. I saw the other one saying, New Labour is dead as, as Jeremy Corbyn's new shadow cabinet comes in. Yeah. Mm. No, not really. But it's it, it's been interesting, especially seeing, like, even just in the wake of Corbyn gaining a few more seats, the fallout across the political spectrum. Yeah. Um, we've seen Theresa May adopting a bit of Corbyn's rhetoric in the first parliamentary mm. meeting the other day. Um, saying word for word um, something that Jeremy Corbyn said numerous times um, years ago in a series of tweets. Um, We've seen members of the Conservative Party appearing on Newsnight saying that the Conservative Party needs to rebrand itself and rethink its policies and look forwards and try and think how it can better help people, which is something that Corbyn's been pushing. All the Parliamentary Labour Party are now getting behind Corbyn. Mm. You've got an incredibly high youth turnout. If the Parliamentary Labour Party and everyone else starts to get behind Corbyn as well, we could see real, genuine political shift. And we're seeing there's this sort of division growing in the Conservative Party. Yeah, um, yeah. So we had, like, on the night, there was, I mean, Anna Subri, who's my local MP back in Broxtow uh, in Nottinghamshire. Um, she called for Theresa May to resign before the end of the result, before mm. like, the results night was through. Um, and she, she's someone that's clearly always pushing for a cabinet seat. She is very vocal. She was probably on question time and so on. Uh, and for some reason, Theresa May didn't give her one this week. But <laughs> there we go. Um, and then we had, I mean, to bring him up, our favourite George Osborne, saying hey. Theresa May looks like a dead woman wa- walking. And he's the one to know because he is the Antichrist himself, after all. Um, so he'd be the one to identify a walking And that was one true film um, about him as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah. it's been very interesting seeing how even on the night of the election when the results still hadn't been finalised, mm. a lot of the Conservative <coughs> Party started to turn on her and tear at her bones like hyenas. Yeah, like great. it's it's been a it's been a big upset for them, and a lot of them. I think there's a big fallout in the Conservative Party at the moment between those of them that are saying she did a terrible terrible job, she lost us our majority, she ran a bad campaign, it's her fault, mm. and those that are saying. We're about to go into these Brexit negotiations. We've been telling the entire fucking country we're strong and stable. If we now throw away our leader on the eve of that, it's going to make us look terrible. Yeah. Both sides are in a very, very difficult position. It is truly dire straits for the Conservative yeah. Party, and that makes me overwhelmingly happy. The key mistake she made was make, was calling the election so close to the Brexit proceedings, but yeah. that's actually the only thing that's keeping us still in the job. So, <laughs> but I don't think that's necessarily even a good thing for her. No, no, no. I, like, if I was Theresa May, I mean, props to her, I suppose, for having the gall and guts to carry on and not yeah. resign after everything you said was wrong. Every single thing you said was wrong. <laughs> like Cameron did. Yeah. yeah. Who pussied out the, at the first uh, sign of anything going wrong. Mm. But she couldn't do that. She doesn't have that option, really. No. Because they couldn't install a new leader in time. Um, She's kind of... It must be a very, very interesting time mm. um, for her husband, Philip May, coming back and struggling to vent Theresa May's sexual frustrations who's got the entire weight of her own party the country 
and the European Union I find, crushing her shoulders. I find a man that's worth like what 1.5 trillion. I'm sure he doesn't have any problem yeah. doing anything. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I suppose like, so. If if he can't do it, he'll hire like 20 men who can. <laughs> oh, Imagine being brought in in that steam train of dick. <laughs> All right, lad. steam train of dick. Here's your, here's your two grand. You're gonna go in there. You're gonna have sex with the prime minister, <laughs> and you're never telling the tank anyone. Theme tune. <laughs> That's strong and stable dick. <laughs> Surely it's the Benny Hill theme. Think about what we talked about earlier. Imagine it in just a sped up whirlwind. <laughs> it's like the sex scene from Clockwork Orange. Of <laughs> Theresa May and uh, Philip Hammond indulging in sheer, <laughs> like, unapologetic cuckoldery <laughs> to the Benny Hill theme tune for their sexual like, gratification. The theme train of dick is just new conservative mythology, much <laughs> like the the boat of fingernails from Norse mythology. Yeah. yeah. It's a steam train of phallus. <laughs> <laughs> This feels like us. This feels like what we do. This, this is it's us, like we yeah. were verging on political commentary, and then we went, no, let's just talk about dicks instead. I think I think we've we've done so much political commentary yeah. that we need a steam train full of dicks, <laughs> just, just as a distraction. That like, was well, like, well, well Jordan. <laughs> well, look out the window right now. We got a surprise for you. Oh shit! Move that bus. <laughs> the bus. My house is just a steam train of dicks. <laughs> But the st- the, the, surely the steam train of dicks has to be equal or lesser in size than the bus. <laughs> it's a really big bus. <laughs> it's a really big steam train. It's the steam really bus big really big duck. Duck? Dick. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm imagining... Do you, do you remember that um, experimental Nazi super weapon that they only fired? Yeah, the steam train of dicks. Was this Lola? No, 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 not no. Lola. It was, um, I can't remember what it was called. It was called the Panzer... Oh, it was called the Something Hund. Um, and it was a giant experimental super weapon. Was that one on rails? It was the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the largest caliber weapon ever fired. And it was wildly impractical because um, in order to put it anywhere, you had to build two parallel railroads next to each other at the perfect distance so they could wheel two trains alongside each other, which would house this massive, massive cannon. Yeah. You could fire it once. It took an hour to reload, and then you could fire it again. They fired yeah. it once in battle and it destroyed in one shot like a bunker or something that um, some Russian troops had put themselves into. It's actually what Hitler I'm, used to kill himself. I'm he shot himself in the head with it. I'm imagining that the steam train of dick is just that. <laughs> <laughs> and like the boss barely conceals it and it's just this massive, massive penis that could like shoot a prime minister into orbit <laughs> like, housed on two giant railway locomotives. It's just it's just like flapping in the wind all the way through. <laughs> it's just flashy. And like... I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a um, spin-off novella from Jorben Bowen and the Monster App. From, yeah. from... Concord Sword Firewall. Concord Sword Firewall. Sword Firewall. Sorry, by Jorben from, Bowen. By Jorben yeah. Bowen. Available on Lulu. Why not look online? Buy a copy today. And hey, it could be signed. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, yeah, giant locomotives of dick. I think that's the thing we can all take away from this election. I feel like you were you were you were going to say something before we went off tangent. You said there was a result for the election, and then we never got actually got onto the result. <laughs> no, he meant the result for the erection. Verbal discharge. Verbal discharge. Verbal discharge. Discharge. Hey there, guys. You're tuning to IGN's coverage of the E3 conference. Can I say it's IGN? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're here at IGN. ING. We've got joining us here today, it's my co-host. Introduce yourself. Hey there, guys. It's me. Me, man. And I'm, I'm so hyped about today's conference. We're going to see some great new video games and also perhaps some great new pornography. Well, thank you for joining us, me, mama. Uh, well, I'm, I'm also Udaloo. Um, and joining us here, we've got a developer of an exciting new game. Why don't you tell us about the game that you're working on? Hello, um, I, I'm releasing a new game called, uh, uh, it's an indie game, it's called Peter. Uh, tell <laughs> us a bit more about Peter, what happens in Peter? Okay, the, the idea of Peter is what you do. Um, so you, there's some you, fascinating you, you, new mechanics after the last one. It's, I was just wondering, uh, could you tell us about what the most challenging bit of that was? It's like Ma- it's like Mario, like it's 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 all eight bit, but it's also like it's, it's a tower defense game as well, and, <laughs> and 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 we think the fans will will really really enjoy it. Well, thank you for coming in and and, and joining us today. But we've got a special guest that you're going to be very excited to see. Oh boy, it's am your I excited. estranged father. <laughs> Dad? Hi, son. Dad, why won't you be proud of me with my new game, Peter? Because I'm Peter, and you've made this game about my life, and I don't think I'm fairly represented in it. <laughs> but I don't live life. We don't live life in 8 bit. But, Dad. Russian y- blur. You, you are. You, 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 you've spent your, you, my whole life as a 2D 8 bit character. I sent you to therapy, son, because. The world isn't eight bit. It's it's three hundred and sixty degrees and round. Yes, it is. And it, everything's fifty six colors. Everything's all all retro style because everything should be like the Nintendo Entertainment System. You need help, son. No, need, I'm not proud of you. <laughs> I'm not proud of what you've done with your life. But that's why I named the game Peter. All of the exciting <laughs> updates here at the E3 conference. For more on Rayman 7, why not come back and join us in 20 seconds' time when we'll be joined by Rayman himself. <laughs> ah, my arms! <laughs> that was Rayman? <laughs> of course, we had Rayman's dad in earlier and his brother. Um, <laughs> It was really hard to code that game without any arms, let me tell you. And we're going now live. It's a game premiere on the main stage of E3. That's right. It's Skyrim, again. <laughs> <laughs> on Nintendo Switch. Coming out for the 52nd time. <laughs> this one's the Skyrim Double D Enhanced Edition. It comes with all the all the big boob mods that you get on PC. You've got the CBBE, you've got the UNP. I shouldn't know these. It, it also it also has the it has the mod where you can have sex with wolves. <laughs> it's yeah. mod. It's it is. <laughs> Wolf sex are <laughs> Wolfborn. So tell us, Todd Howard, how long have you spent making sure that you can have sex with at least three different varieties of wolf? Well, it just works. <laughs> <laughs> See, because when I tried, last, it was, it was a couple of weeks ago now, but when I tried, it didn't just work. I got eaten. I, that's why I've only that got... Be the that's, that's why I relate so much to Rayman, because he's also got no limbs. That, yeah, that's, that's just a radiant AI. You can, see, you can see it in Oblivion. It's, 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 it's so... It's, it's just top of the range. Everything's procedurally generated. No game is the same. In fact, we don't even give discs with it anymore. It's just it randomly generates the shape of of the of the uh, the item you put in the drive. Sometimes it's square. 
sometimes it's a rhombus. <laughs> it's, it's a different game every time. And tell us, Todd Howard, about all the different types of STD you'll be able to contract in this version. Oh, you'll, you'll, you'll get a new form of, uh, of sanguine vampiris, the, the vampire disease, but this time from a wolf, and this time in your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> With the new, newly integrated mod schlongs of Skyrim. Tell me, Todd Howard, I've got a very specific fetish. <laughs> I've got a, yep, that's in the game. I've got a fetish for mud crabs. <laughs> Will that be catered for? Yeah, but you'll have to pay for the, that content. Oh. It gives big old dicks to mud crabs. Well, it's all the exciting updates here at E3. And joining us now, we've got a, a panel to talk about this year's exciting developments. How are you doing, panel? Hello, we're finally remaking Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time ever. <laughs> it's never. It's it's a cult classic. Nobody's ever played the old games before. I it was t- 19, 1966, and I was sat playing Sonic Hedgehog for the first time. The only Sonic and game. There's only been one Sonic when game. Was, when I was playing Sonic Hedgehog for the first time in 1968, I thought this is good. But what I want is to play it when it actually comes out in 1991. <laughs> really and then to remake it <laughs> in 2017. And in 2017, we have new character customization. <laughs> um, are you my, Irish or are you Nelson Mandela? <laughs> my persona. My persona <laughs> is Sonic. It's Sonic with a big road. We are, we are going to also add, add user mod integration where you can have sex with Sonic the Hedgehog in VR. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, with, with, with your floating hands, you can grab Sonic the Hedgehog's penis and pull his foreskin back, <laughs> just wait. and and clean off all of this magma with a handkerchief. Just In wait. delicious 4K. In delicious 4K. <laughs> just wait until you unlock Knuckles. <laughs> he yeah. has it has four heads. Of have it's four times. It's, <laughs> it's four times the difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> the mods you go from tails to is easy because he is fox and he's been killed by Theresa May, and so he has dead penis. Sonic, who is normal penis, and then you have Knuckles, who has four penis. And then you have, four and penis. then you have Big the Cat, <laughs> who has who has nine small penis. <laughs> He has 15. <laughs> Do you know how Sonic the Hedgehog is always saying got to go fast? Do you think he is saying that to compensate for his tendency for premature ejaculation? Who are you? You're not one of the developers. Who are you? Man of strength. Have you, have you snuck into our development team to get some IGN insider information? Hello, it is me. I am from a rival company. I'm conducting industrial espionage. No, you're just trying to post leaks on your Sonic the Hedgehog fan page. How did you know? <laughs> I recognize your face from your character, James the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> he has green fur and fire powers <laughs> and he is an edgy teenager he is Sonic's best friend <laughs> well I got a surprise for you James he has now cannon in the game with the new game Sonic Forces you can create your own James the Hedgehog <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that this isn't a real thing now oh that is you can create your own custom characters in the you new can, Sonic game. You can. Wait, is there a yeah. Sonic game? Yeah, that's, that's, what, I was, that's create... what I was referring to. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, hey, yeah. we do a Let's Play series. Do you know what my uh, favourite game that's come out of E3 is? Um, is it 
Sonic 2017. Is it Sonic 2017? No, it's, it's Sonic it's, VR. Uh, it's Mario Odyssey. Oh yeah, that's, that's really good. Mario's return mm. from the Mushroom Kingdom Siege of Troy. Yeah. Um, and all of these adventures <laughs> that took place yeah. Yeah, 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 he has to fight uh, Polyphemus, son of Poseidon, and seal his sheep. Yeah, and there's a there's a bit where um, he fights a giant one-eyed Goomba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the thing is, this is the third time I've heard James make a similar joke about the Odyssey and Mario Odyssey. So and he it? won't remember the other two times, yeah, because when I just bought my Switch. Is that like the, Homer's Odyssey? It, oh, it, it, right. His here's nice. a good reference to you video game fans and your and your Greek myth <laughs> fans. How how about he thinks he's eating the fire flower, but he's eating the lotus flower? Because that's 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 a re- that's a re- that's a, re- that's a reference to both. That's niche. Listen to the podcast and sit in the middle of that Venn diagram. <laughs> Me. <laughs> is, like is, is that is that the two circles just just kiss slightly? Yeah. <laughs> We seem to have developed an interesting tendency for just likening considerably broader themes to video game characters and yeah. specifics. It's usually from Robbie. It's rubbed off on us. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Or it's rubbed off on us. Jordan, pictures a video game. Uh, it's got fur. I can know one better. The Willy ad. The Willy ad! <laughs> 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 the Willy ad, it's a game where you craft your own custom penis and then you take it on an event. Oh no, wait, that's sport. <laughs> <laughs> I got banned from a uh, from spore for creating uh, a, a, cre- a species of condoms. Don't try and ban. And and you can make a very good one with a, with one of the textures you can get for the creatures. Uh, if if you just give them one one foot, like one little ringed foot and a little nubbin on the top, you can have a little little jumping condoms. Yeah, it's great. You could, create, you could create really offensive things and then upload it so yeah. it would appear in other people's games. <laughs> I remember like like um, when I played the game, I was playing it with my brother. Um, and obviously when you reach a certain point, like you say, other people's creatures would fill your world. Yeah. And I remember just Charlie was like, I'll come and look at this, James. And I was like, Charlie, why are there giant sentient penis and swastika monsters jumping around your game? <laughs> like, if you, if you play it now, like, where the mods have all but abandoned the game completely, I, I fired it up recently, uh, and I got to space stage, and uh, you know how it, it basically like, oh, it automatically adds that uh, other people's creations yeah. to the game. You don't have to download them. I noticed that one of the uh, one of my, one of my allied species uh, spaceships was a giant Adolf Hitler head. <laughs> 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 and it, it was very very well made as well. Someone actually put the time into that. Oh wow! <laughs> with on... with rocket thrusters on the bottom, <laughs> <laughs> and it had like a fucking like his hat and everything. What do you think Adolf Hitler would make of being now used as a joke in Spore? <laughs> do you think Adolf Hitler would have enjoyed Spore? Yeah. No, he would have been as disappointed as no, the rest no, of us. You could you could get like planet destroying missiles yeah. and everything. Mm. He'd have loved that. I guess so. It'd be like the only race in the mm-hmm. whole of the galaxy of Spore. Do you, yeah. Do, 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 um, do you think Hitler would have? Uh, paid the money for the Spore creepy and cute uh, creature parts pack. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Do you think he would have bought Spore Galactic Adventures? Do you think he would Pushing have... it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, uh, you know, like you have like little little moments where you think, like, would, would a person from history enjoy this? I had a moment the other day and I realised that William Shakespeare would have probably really enjoyed RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> he would have fucking loved that shit. Yeah. I think, like, Shakespeare would love Twitter. Yeah. He'd be on that all the time. Just like putting out little little innuendos like he did in his writing that no one notices. Yeah. I think Socrates would have really, really dug Reddit. He just posts on our atheism. It's like shit posts. I don't <laughs> on just <laughs> things. I think he's the sort of guy that would have 
been into Reddit when he was like 16. Yeah. And then he kind of hit a point in which he thought like, no, I'm above Reddit. I'm better than Reddit. and yeah. never uses Reddit now. Is anyone ever above Reddit? No. Well, well, what about the part I, I just got frustrated and deleted my account and I was like, oh, wait, no, it's actually quite convenient for me <laughs> as, a, as an aggregator site. And I just made no account. Maybe we would have done that. What about the part where you're the fourth most advertised person on the rugby union subreddit like, <laughs> last year? What, what, what about what about the part where you inadvertently accidentally create our tree's new banner? <laughs> what, what which, about... which, which, which I did in four years ago. What about the part when you upload a relatively small um, YouTuber's video commentary on uh, Monsters University and it gets to the front page and he sends you a message saying how he owes you a pint? <laughs> did that happen to you? That did happen to me. What about what about when you get really positive comments on the pictures of your penis? <laughs> Same, I don't I don't understand that either. No. What are you talking about? Comments on the pictures of my penis. What, no. what about when you post you've gone wild and you've got such a feminine <laughs> physique that, that everyone just rolls with it? We've we've actually taken a lot of those pictures. Um, down and away from Reddit now because mm. we're going to start rolling them out with our Patreon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which we haven't actually, should we mention that? Because we haven't actually announced um, it. This is the penises. first mention. <laughs> the first thing we've said about us starting a Patreon is that we're putting out dick pics. Yeah. Uh, we, we've that, got to live yeah. up to that now. Yeah, that's that's something. Like, yeah, we've just got 10 photos of us playing sport. If, if, I'm going to upload video, uh, pictures of that guy that's got two dicks. And just... if, <laughs> yeah, if, 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 if I get a hefty cut of the Patreon money, I, I will... Put pictures of my penis on that. <laughs> I was worried where you were going when you told my penis that if I get a hefty cut, if I... <laughs> then I'll put photos on. If I have a hefty cut from my rabbi. Yeah. I... Speaking yeah. of a hefty cut. He just cut, keeps the tips. Speaking of a hefty cut, and now this is a segue for you, mm-hmm. um, because I, I wanted to talk about this. Does anyone know the um, the conservative, well, X, X, um Oh, this is a tenuous one. Um, what's his name? Stuart Jackson. Oh, is that the MP? Uh, the MP who said to someone, um, said to one of his ex-constituents, oh. you're so thick you could chop meat on your head. I read that this morning. I don't know how yeah. that links to circumcision, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I saw cut and I saw a way to right. put it in there. What, what, under, in what context um, did he say that to someone? After, after he lost his seat... Um, I think someone called him a scumbag. Someone, someone had written about his views on certain things on their Facebook and called him a scumbag, as you do on, on Facebook, because that's what yeah. people do. And he sent... he sent um, the, the Conservative MP sent him a message um, oh. seeing what he'd written and said... His opening line was, not many benefits of losing the election, but one of them is probably not having to engage with thick chavs like you, Stanley. Bye for now. So they don't make thick chavs called Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> thick chavs they, don't, Stanley. they don't go together. And, and Stanley's response to that was, wow, that's not a considered response I'd expect from an MP, and then in brackets XMP. Hey. Um, what about what about Stan Lee's response? And, and, uh, I also Stanley. thought it. <laughs> it. Wow, like, true believers, Excelsior! Stuart Jackson, wonderful ex-conservative MP, right there said, "You spelt it right, which is a surprise. You're so thick you could chop meat on your head." That was like, I mean, wow. why? He, he, he's he so actually, needlessly aggressive. He actually um, says, "You're not my constituent, Pillock, as you've just acknowledged. I'm a." private citizen and don't have to take any crap from you you don't know me but you feel free like a cowardly keyboard warrior to print the most obnoxious views about me so how's that different also having read that myself i've seen that for xmp also it doesn't have very good grammar no he, he doesn't <laughs> he, uh, he missed out a hell of a lot he yeah. have commas. but anyway he, uh, he could he could say that he's so thick you could chuck meat on his head the, the last thing he said before before okay. we get into any discussion is 
you're incapable of being enlightened, but if you print any shit about me on Facebook in the future, you will regret it. Ooh, chat shit, see what happens. And hasn't it been picked up by various newspapers as well? Yeah, 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 it's... um, I think I saw The Independent, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I think it's a very, very interesting thing, and I suppose that you could almost use that as a microcosmic examination of, I think, a lot of um, the explanation as to why the general election went the way it was, which was people underestimating and devaluing the power of social media Mm. as a political tool. (laughs) And I think that when you get people and politicians like this of an older generation who perhaps aren't quite fully at grasp with it, they're not quite fully at terms of quite how powerful of a thing it can be, and they say things like that to people. They don't realise that there's going to be then, dire repercussions. I, th- I think even without social media, like that's a such a fucking short-sighted thing to do. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. he just picked a fight with someone, like, and, like someone calling him a scumbag. He's a politician. He probably gets called a scumbag all the time. because yeah, he's a scumbag. He's a politician. <laughs> he has 250 likes, so he has less likes than we do. Really? Let's run for a collective MP. Probably beat him. I think if we'd have run in the should we should we run we, for a joke candidate? Should we should we, 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 we should all run as one MP, and like, all of us like either holding hands or in a big suit. I like the thought of a big suit. Yeah, yeah. four heads. <laughs> that would be great. The first four-headed candidate, <laughs> and suddenly soon it's exposed by uh, our rivals that we're actually four people in a costume. <laughs> if Lord Buckethead can do it, then so. Can <laughs> uh, no, I had actually had a moment when Tim Farron announced his resigna- resignation. Uh, moments later, I thought. Why don't I run to be leader of the Liberal Democrats? I think you should. Um, and I thought about this. And I thought, well, no, because I'm I'm not an MP. And I thought, well, neither is Paul at all, and he's not leader of a party anymore. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't thought for him. I think I think you should do it. do it. Do it, Robbie. I think you should I do it. I don't know how I do it. How would I go about it? How would I go about starting my Liberal Democrats? Ask. Huge well, please. Shambles, so you're, you're in at the Just waltz right in and go. Look. I'm a shambles, so that's yeah. great. Jump, jump, get walk right in. Sit, sit in the big chair and yeah. say, "I'm your, I'm your boss now." Yeah. yeah look say, at me. Look. Look at me. <laughs> look I am the Clegg now. <laughs> <laughs> just not acknowledge Tim Farron at all. No. Just leave him. Leave him back there. I am the course. Cable now. Vince Cable's name works better. What about strong and Vince Cable leadership? Soon to be expected from the Lib Dems. Yep. Yep. Do you think it'll yep. be Vince Cable? I don't think there's that, like, is there's it, I, any other personality, really. No, no I have no, a feeling no. that... Vin, Vince Cable's the obvious choice. They want a young person or a woman, but Vince Cable's the only sort of standout candidate with Clegg gone What if well. they dress Vince Cable as a young woman? Vince Cable, sound, Vince Cable sounds like it should, be, it should be the real name of an electronic-based superhero. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Vince Cable! <laughs> and, like, it is, it, what he is is he's a stepdad. It's <laughs> always really like, fussy about which cables you use. To yeah, in in in, in 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 real life, is really good at like wiring up DVD players. Everyone thinks he's a superhero, but he's actually just a mass murderer that strangles <laughs> yeah. women with an Ethernet cable. <laughs> but in like wearing a domino mask and a cape, he just goes around and strangles women. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm the ta- I'm the hero this town needs. Just ridding it of all the women. <laughs> or just anyone he sees in the street who's got the back turned on him is, is, at is, night time. Do you think that stems from like being as uh, devoutly religious as the DUP or Tim Farron? <laughs> He's just, just like, these women coming on board our shipping vessels and bringing us bad luck. <laughs> gotta kill them. Gotta strangle them all. Should we form the... I missed that bit in the Bible. <laughs> where on Noah's Ark he strangles all the females. <laughs>
If you want to see dick pics of the Verbal Discharge Boys, then don't forget to find us on Twitter at VerbDisRadio. Robbie, what would you do if you woke up in the future one day and the yeah. human race had evolved to look like Flubber? <laughs> okay, have I also evolved to look like Flubber? No, you're, you're still as, as you are. Everyone else looks like Flubber. Yeah, like, but don't, but don't communicate. Them. Don't but, yeah, everyone, everyone communicates what Flubber does. So like, <laughs> so like, I open my phone. And then it bounce around the room or something. I open my phone, I've got texting two different people, but I'm saying, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just a selfie from Flubber. <laughs> But they're from different flubbers. One's in front of the pyramids in Egypt, and one in front of the Eiffel Tower. And they all re- they all like reproduce through my toast, but like, yeah. we're just like like just vibrating, split into two flubbers. I think we need to do a flubber nightclub, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, like... a ni- or a night flub. <laughs> nice. Take it strike up a romance in a flubber nightclub. Take a flubber home and fuck it. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine that being quite nice. To be well, honest, you can you can fuck it anywhere. Just off. What, do you, what do you think Robin Williams' character was doing like through the scenes in the film? Just, Every deleted what, what, yeah. what do you think he created flubber for? Don't tell me he never thought of it. Yeah, like, that's what I'd do. He'll be like, could you could you flub yourself into into uh, into my dead wife? Like, every time Robin Williams isn't on screen, so every time he like says, I'm going to go somewhere, and he cuts from him being in his house to being in his car. <laughs> In between, like, well, it's, it's just, just that every time there's a scene change, he looks like he looks like quite flustered. He's quite flushed. His forehead's a bit sweaty, and he has a bit of that green stain on his jeans. And he's, trying, there's one he's, scene he's, where, trying, he's trying to clear that residual flub out of his urethra. There's one bit where it cuts from just a close-up to a wide shot, and he's doing his flies because he did every chance he got. I'm I'm glad I managed to change the topic from politics to having sex with Flubber. <laughs> this episode has been like a sort of I think a bit of a pressure valve for mm. us because these last few record yeah we, we've been so caught up in the election and in politics that I think now that we can do this one we can kind of just let a bit of it go. Yeah, yeah. We, we can spend an episode just merrily talking about dicks as we are want to do. Yeah, Robbie. Hi. If you had the choice, yeah. right? I'm, I'm putting this, these flubber questions back in you. Okay. These, these flubber theticals, if you will. Yeah. Nice. Uh, if you had the choice between having sex with flubber yeah. or um, the sexiest Santarin okay. that all of Santar had to offer, okay, like like were, were the Santarins the big green ones with claws? No, they're the big no, potato-headed ones. Come on. Oh, I mean, I, come on! I didn't even watch Doctor Who, James, and I know this. <laughs> I just know this because a lot like Britain First members. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, the. The key problem here is that Santorans um, don't have any reproductive organs. Um, but, but imagine this scenario they, they like do. A, they have a tube in the back of their neck. Mate, mate, um, mate. So that's why you, you, to... you, could, you could do that. Yeah. It's a, it's, you know, you're not reproducing with it. You, you're just fucking it. No, but <laughs> but what do you use that, what, to... What, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you think what do you think's under its spacesuit, Robbie? The, the, know, the hide and something you under You know, there. I've thought about this long and hard. Yeah. And I've, I've looked at many websites. Yeah. And none give me concrete answers. Some... Show them with penises. Show them without. <laughs> Some show nothing. What's Some show their purple. Because like? there's got to be a lot of oh, it. Oh, there's a lot of it. Yeah. There's a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't really refer to anything that's come out since I was 14. Yeah. Um, but there may be a couple of, I mean, yeah. There's, yeah. there's not enough time, I should imagine. Oh, no, the time isn't the problem with Doctor Who. Time fiction. Yeah. That's yeah. why he built a time machine, so he could go and read his own erotic fan fiction. Do you remember the Doctor remember, remember Doctor Who episode where um, where the Doctor uh, crosses universe and time to have sex with Flubber? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that one repeatedly. That one so fun, times. Yeah. Strange yeah. Episode. Mm. I remember when it was really graphic as well. But didn't even cut away. <laughs> and it was still on at like seven o'clock. Like, it's like be, 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 because because Flub is transparent as well. You could you can actually see when <laughs> when 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 the Doctor com, say, comes I, inside I, of it. Last, yeah, last yeah. hours as well because I mean obviously Doctor Who's got a really good cardiovascular system. Yeah. Like, <laughs> two hearts and that. Yeah. So like, the so. ba- basically, like it, it starts playing with Doctor Who like dramatic. Was it? What's the song? Is it? it goes. Yeah, it starts playing that, but the the scene goes on for longer. So so the song stops. So but the scene's still continuing without the sound. Without the music. Is it Bruno Tognoli was in that episode, wasn't he? Yeah, like yeah. Cameo, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, the he, he, he appears right at the end. He holds. He, he says, 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he gives it a rating. Because that's how it works on the Flubber Planet. Yeah. You have to grade all sex. Yeah. It's like a social media thing. Yeah. I can't. Was there a Flubber Planet? Didn't he create Flubber in a while? Yeah, 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 yeah he creates Flubber. He goes to World of the Flubber. Yeah. Which is where he got the inspiration for the <laughs> Surely in an alternate universe, you know, this, no, this is the future where everyone's evolving to Flubber from the other course, hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. He's, gone, he's gone back to Earth. Yeah. And everyone is Flubber except me. It, it, it starts from the cold open. It, like, it says, like, it's sent to assistant because he's Scottish this time. He's like, oh, we're going to go to, uh, we're, we're going to go to, to 19th century France. And, and then, and then they've got all these plans of what we're going to do. But every time they say they've got plans to where they're going, they never end up there. No. So you're like, ah, it's like in Ben 10 when he says, I'm going to turn into four arms. So, you know, he's, he's not going to. <laughs> he's into you, five arms. Yeah, he's, he's going to turn someone else. And then, and then he opens the door and he goes, what the, this isn't 19th century France. And it's a flubber planet. <laughs> And he has sex with one <laughs> straight away. The, uh, the alternative just... <laughs> reality where there's a, an entire world of sentient flubbers and they create a uh, tiny t- um, Tim Tim. What's called? What's Robin Williams. Robin Williams. In a lab. <laughs> I, 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 I forgot. I forgot what Robin Williams' name was for a second. And I just thought, oh, he's called fucking Tim something, isn't he? <laughs> Basically, to um, to to bring uh, an alive Robin Williams back to this reality. What the doctor has to do is go to the flubber dimension and have sex with a flubber, <laughs> so it t- so it gestates and turns into Robin Williams. I can't, I can't wait until I have to like but explain to my kids what flubber was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it when was uh, when your kids are fucked. listening back to this episode of the podcast, hi Jordan's kids from the future. Like, do you ever I, I, think that? Do you ever I, think in the future I'm going to have to explain why I was talking in depth about the fact that clearly in this episode. Um, the, the doctor has to actually get the flubber to orgasm. He has to. He needs to. It's imperative that flubber comes, <laughs> or else the quest isn't oh. finished. <laughs> That's why the episode's so long. <laughs> well, I'm not getting that line from original plot because in the end of the, the film, right, right at the end, I'm pretty sure Robin Williams marries the robot. He does. He marries the robot. Like the, the robot is like he's got a little robot assistant. Are you sure but, you but, but, another Robin Williams film, namely Robots? I was in Robin Williams. Was Robin it? Williams is in Robots. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but he, he was a, a robot, kooky psychic robot. Yeah. Oh. So it makes sense to be married. I thought robot, we were talking about the bicentennial man where he also plays a robot. He was basically a robot, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. You were talking about Robin Williams' reanimated robot corpse, where Did... he's um, where, where he, he was also a robot. Wait, was this a robot of Robin Williams that died and then stop, was reanimated? Stop calling him a robot. He had depression. <laughs> <laughs> There's some sort you of can't Robin say that about him. Pun I don't want to make. Um, Robin Williams, who died tragically in 2013. Flubber killed him. <laughs> 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 that wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, def- 
definitely keep that in. That's not staying in. That's staying in. That's in. He was, he was found with green splodges around his neck. Potatoes. Leek. Gravy. Chicken. Come. One of those things is not supposed to be here. Verbal discharge. Is it gravy? Ah, how flustered we all are from all having group sex with Flubber. (sighs) The things that go on whenever we take a break. Yeah. Yeah. We spent the time to invent um, nurture to, like... A good age. It's a sexual maturity. <laughs> it's a sexual maturity. <laughs> Don't worry, the flub was of age. Yeah. And then, and then we, we made sure we, we came back. We checked. We checked Flubber's ID. Yeah. And that, that that film has been out for at least eighteen years. <laughs> we, we made sure that we had written permission from Flubber's mum, <laughs> and um, and that we, we were going to have Flubber home at a specific time. Oh, well, that yeah. was always something that interested me. Like, if you were if you were sixty to sixteen to eighteen, you could have sex. With, with parental consent, yeah. Sign the contract. Mum, I want to have sex with John. She's just like, well, I have to write you a letter to the sex taxman. And the sex, <laughs> the sex taxman. You're about to have sex. He just wears like a, he just wears like a suit jacket and a tie, but nothing below the waist. <laughs> what I'm is, we're all adults here. We all know what it's like when you have sex. You, you get in bed. You each provide the appropriate paperwork. <laughs> the sex taxman comes and he says, have you got your sex tax forms? And you say yes. And then when you finish, he collects the condom full of sperm and that's the sex tax. <laughs> <laughs> they take a percentage of your speech semen. It was in the Labour Manifesto. They want to tax rich people because they have more sex. Yeah, uh, this seaman's yeah. going to go and help your Think local works. schools. Uh, this this seaman's going to go to your fire service. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to use it to create more firemen. No, they don't. No, no, they just they, throw, <laughs> they, they drink throw, it. They throw buckets of cum onto fires. That's yeah. what. Yeah, when, when you when you see them using the fire hoses, that's not water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just say much of it. You hear the sperm screaming. Most of it's going to the lifeguards, to the seamen. <laughs> I like I like it when they use it in the in the mortar. For making houses. Yeah. <laughs> it's my that was, I, I, I'm always glad that 0.5% of my semen goes towards <laughs> making new affordable housing. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm, I, I don't want to be paying for the sex tax if my semen's going to be spent on Trident. This country's cum-powered nuclear deterrence. <laughs> I like, I like the idea that, that Kim Jong-un starts dropping his nuclear bombs. Dropping loads, he, he if you dro- will. He drops a massive nuclear bomb on London and we retaliate by shooting a rocket full of cum back <laughs> North Korea. Well, it'd have to be like two weeks you haven't come for. We'd <laughs> have to shoot in the North Korea. Yeah, I just I stand on my windowsill and ejaculate at North Korea. <laughs> Take this, Pyongyang! <laughs> that's, uh, that's actually um, what I shout at Climax every single time. <laughs> Pincers are funny, they're weird. Yeah, they, they are really them, weird. Yeah. They're really like stupid looking. That weird little tentacles. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of climax, um, <laughs> we're coming to the end of the show. Coming now. to the end! Oh, <laughs> God, all, all the fun 
Jones today. Welcome back to Spike TV. This has been a very, very, very penis-heavy episode. We've won awards for this. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how when we have episodes like this, when we we talk largely exclusively about dicks and D3. But when you have a show called Verbal Discharge... What are you expecting? Yeah. What are you expecting? Dicks and D3 are kind of synonymous anyway. Yeah. I've I've found people in the past who've um, raised issues with me, um, some of our political opinions. And I'll be honest, if you're if you're looking for a show that's going to present you largely unbiased, factual, informative, well thought out and well presented political information, do not seek that out from a podcast called Verbal Discharge. No, or do. Or do. Or do, yeah. Or do. Or like, do. it's up to you. I'm not going to tell you anything. Definitely seek like it out. If... Go to our website. It's, it's yeah. blog.verbal Or just verbal discharge.co.uk works. It's just if people want to... It's just... If this... Is the sort of thing where people get their sole political information <laughs> from. Then you can find us at Discharge yeah. on Facebook and Twitter. I feel very, very sorry for them. Um, but but, like but, but you, you can tell us about that at Verb Dish Radio on Twitter. Yeah. I like to think this is sort of a follow-up. That maybe you've seen some other stuff on, for example, Facebook, and you've seen those and you thought, I want to hear four white men talk about that in a way that is completely impartial. Um, then you can do that. You just click on to like, type into the bar on Facebook there, Verbal Discharge. Um, Facebook.com for Verbal Discharge if you do want to taste us. Also, also, I was about to say, um, if you want to get your political opinions from anywhere, just get them from where I do, like from the YouTube comments. <laughs> um, speaking of YouTube, hey, why not look at our YouTube channel? Ooh, Nelly, things. there's things on there. Yeah. There's videos. And... Oh, on Monday, probably. We have un- we have unboxing videos. We have uh, the newest Loot Crate. If you want to sign up for Loot Crate, type in the uh, promotional code Verbal Discharge and get every Loot Crate for free. Because it's a website. When I go on Squarespace and type in the code Verbal Discharge. Also, do you not know how to cook? Then why not sign up for Blue Apron with the uh, <laughs> promo code Verbal Discharge? And you can use one of the new cookbooks you can get on Audible. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was going there. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that sponsors podcasts, none of them sponsor us. Don't even try to... Who am I saying? Why am I even saying that? Like everyone, you know what? What? I bet we could get Audible to sponsor. What? What? Two hundred and fifty thousand hits on our. What? What's? What's? What are the other things that like sponsor people? Was, was that? Was it Mark, Mark Weldon? That was one of them. And then uh, it's, it's like clothes. The, the yeah. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club. That was one of them. That was definitely one of them. Go on, Dolly. If, hey, are you growing a disgusting beard like Robbie and James? I do need to shave. Y- you do. That's fucking disgusting. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. But it does. <laughs> when, why, hey James, why don't you buy some new shaves at Dollar Shave Club? Type in the promo code Verbal Discharge. Will that give me shave tokens? No, it won't as work. As we all know you push into your cheek and all your facial hair falls off. Oh yeah, shave coins. Yeah, shave yeah. Coins. You, you 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 put them into the, uh, the little slot in your cheek. All I'm saying is, we, we're your face all vibrates. Adults. We all know shave coins. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if if you don't know shave coins, grow up. You know when the second tax man comes round and <laughs> yeah. he takes all of you, you your shave coins by mistake because <laughs> you just you haven't labelled them clearly in your inventory. And then you're like, no, how am <laughs> yeah. I going to shave my face with all this cum? That's the problem though, isn't it? Um, when, when you start up a new sexual relationship and they emergency tax you all your shave coins because they're not <laughs> sure of which, which sex tax bracket you're in. <laughs> Nightmare. Nightmare situation. Which, which range of positions? Have you, um, sorry, is that a spare position you've got? Oh, we're going to try. This is like. Ex- excuse me. Uh, those um, those tampons are a, are a luxury. We have to take all your shave coins. 
of course, the, the Conservatives lost a lot of support after introducing the menopause tax. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel that their policy of trickle-down economics really works. <laughs> that... I can't work out whether um, I hate you or admire For you. listeners, <laughs> Jordan's just got out of his chair to hilariously oh. act like he's leaving, but instead he... Uh, he uh, <laughs> yeah. is sheepishly hanging around the chair. Because I know I'm going to have to come back to it. Hey. Come back oh, to no. it. Hey. Should we end this? Yeah. Yes. Should we end this? this? Like, there's loads that's of not, stuff not going on. Not even the podcast. That's just fucking. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? It's about time. For this podcast what? to come to an end. We're, we're starting what? a Patreon thing. If you do want to check us a couple of quid for podcasts, there's more details. Look at that. We'll have a video yeah, up we'll, shortly. We'll have more information about um, Patreon. But we'd appreciate that. This is the desperate plea for money. Please help us. Um. Why not? Oh, check out our YouTube. We'll be uploading some cool videos soon. Maybe we'll upload some videos of us doing performances at our most recent live show. Mm. And also, we'll make a new zombie game, which we're funding on Kickstarter. Um, for 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 brackets, so if you if you uh, donate hundred hundred dollars or more, you, you you will be in the game. We'll put you in the game. You will be a zombie in our game. Is that the zombie DLC for that, Peter? Yeah, no, it's a different game. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's different. This one's. Peter's already funded. Peter's in development. This is just an idea we've had. Oh. Should we like, end this? Yeah. Should we end this? Just end it. Should we, should we finish it? Does someone want to say a final John's word? John's a Kickstarter and like... insert the promo code verbal discharge. Someone just say Friend. a word. Yeah. Final word of the show. Uh...